Welcome back to another episode of the Macro Show. We did take a little bit of a break. Um, I wonder if people would feel more if they would if they would be much more appreciated if we announced when we were going to take breaks. But you know what? That's what keeps you on your toes because we don't actually know when we're going to take these breaks either. So uh, uh, we did have a couple people who were like, "What happened?" So it's nice to know that people do listen in weekly, and we're slightly disappointed that we didn't post an episode. But we're we're, we're back. We're back. Um, it's this time of the year, you know, where things are a little bit slow, um, but expecting 2024 to ramp up pretty quickly and we should have some good episodes coming up here. Um, but today we wanted to talk about services cause Hartley just brought it to my attention, uh, something that I completely forgot about. And that's the fact that I am now paying more for Apple one, uh, than I, I thought I was cause I completely forgot about this. Um, and Hartley has some beef with Apple one, or are you just kind of like, like just tr- struggling to figure out if it's still worth it for you. I think that's kind of like the basis of this episode. Yeah, I, I guess that's where I am. Uh, I've always believed that Apple One is essentially good value if you use all the services um, because right. you're you're basically getting some of those thrown in for free. Um, but I I do wonder with the price going up quite so significantly, especially for the premium plan. Um, that's mm-hmm. now thirty seven dollars. Which is a pretty yeah, substantial is, price hike. It's gross. Um, <laughs> That's a lot. So, of money. I, I guess <clears throat> even if personally I'm still okay with paying that because I still get really good use out of the services, I think a lot of people are kind of in a position where they're considering: Is this still worth it? Do I drop down a plan? Which services are worth it, and which ones maybe uh, are not so widely used? For for those of you who are sitting there thinking, "What is Apple One?" and you're kind of one of those people who never switched over and are just paying separately for services, listen up, because you might actually save some money depending on what you use. So uh, individual plan starts at $20. Well, I'm going to round up. It's $19.95 a month, but we'll just say $20 a month, and you get iCloud Plus, which is 50 gigs of storage. Uh, You get Apple TV Plus, and you get Apple Music and Apple Arcade. Then you can go up to the next one, which is the family plan, and you get 200 gigs of iCloud Plus storage, and the same you know, three other services, TV plus music and arcade. And then with premiere, um, well, did I mention the family plan? The family plan is uh, $26. We round up then with premiere, which would be $38 rounding up. Um, you'd get two terabytes of iCloud plus, uh, TV plus music, arcade fitness plus and news plus. So with that said, Hartley, I'm going to run through some of these and I want you to tell me, I'm going to, I want you to tell me what you use. Okay. And how often you use them. Okay, okay, so iCloud Plus. I feel like that's kind of the thing that gets you poking into this, right? You're like, okay, I need iCloud storage. I probably need more than the five gigs that you get for free. Like, what makes more sense for me? What is it? It's like $2.99 a month if you just did it separately for $200, right? I'm, I'm just guessing yeah, from what I recall. That sounds about right, but prices yeah. have probably gone up since it was, it, since and it was that. Things have probably changed, but I feel like it was like 200 gigs was like $2.99 a month or whatever. Um, when I was doing it before I went to the bundle. So how many gigs of iCloud storage are you actually using? Do you want to pull up your phone and see? Oh, that's because that's where question. that's where this that's where this like you think, you know, how much you pay for is one thing. How much you're actually using is another. I'm using just under 500 gigs. So, OK, it's that's a respectable amount. It's above the 200 gig tier, but there's obviously no no in between. So you have to jump straight from 200 up to two terabytes. To two terabytes. So you're you're paying for Premiere. Um, so you got the two terabytes. Apple TV Plus. Now we had a conversation about Apple TV Plus, I recall, months ago. And you telling me you haven't seen a single original program. So this, in my mind, unless something has changed, is just a big fat nothing burger for you. You're just not using this. Yeah. Uh, I'm not using it. Um, <laughs> okay. So – but. My family uses it, so that kind oh, of helps, oh, so you know. does Premiere give a f- oh okay share up to with five people, so you're sharing with five yeah. people, yeah. Uh, but are you still paying for it, or are you guys all splitting it? Uh, no, I'm still paying for it. You're just paying for the whole thing, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I mean, it's my family, so I, obviously I'm the one paying for it. It's not like I have uh, like people outside of my immediate family. It's just me and my wife, and I guess I gave my six year old like an account. Um, just for his iPad, but he doesn't use any of that anyways. Um, oh, he's seven now. I don't even know the ages of my own kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, when he got, once he got two or three of them, it's just, it's, 
they're they're there. Uh, so okay, TV Plus you don't use your 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 two. And th- wait, when you looked at your iCloud storage, was that for everyone? That's the total, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Man. it shows you the total. And how many people are you sharing with? Uh, two. Like including yourself, so there's three people total. Uh, yeah, three people total. Okay, so technically mine is three people total, but my son doesn't count in this because he does not use it. So for me, it's just me and uh, me and my wife. Let's actually, I'm gonna do this alongside with you. Let's see what um, what I have for for it iPad. adds up because you've got backups across your devices, and if you have an iPad as well, um, that does add oh, up. I- and then oh. of course you've got photos, <laughs> videos, all this stuff takes up a bunch of space. Dude, is there something higher than two terabytes? Yeah. Okay. Well, I might be getting there soon. Me and my wife take up 1.3 terabytes. That's, uh, that is a lot. What do you think that is? Mostly photos and videos? I don't. It's got to be photos and videos. And, and honestly, like, I, I can't show you, but, but like the bar of like her stuff and my stuff, she's almost more than me. What is she doing? Family usage six uh well six hundred and fourteen gigs yes yeah, so we're pretty even actually six uh six hundred and fourteen gigs on her end and uh, she's using my son uses two hundred and eighty six point three kilobytes so he is irrelevant in this um yeah I mean it's got to be photos and videos just I don't know what else she would do she doesn't do anything else um she does take a significant amount of pictures of our kids so that makes sense okay so I'm using I'm using what I, enough. You 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 need that middle tier. There should be a one terabyte. That would be perfect for you. Maybe lower that price down a couple dollars a month. I do get quite good use from some of the other things included in iCal Plus, which I feel like a lot. What of else is included? About. Yeah, because so I've you, just literally yeah. forgot as you just so said. You that. get iCloud Private Relay. Oh, those um, things. Okay, yeah, yeah. You get hide my email, which I like the idea of when I'm signing into stuff. But I don't know if this annoys you if you ever use it, but then you get an email from whatever company or app you've signed into. And it says something like, dear um, C3PO at apple.com. And it's just, it just wait, looks- Wait, wait, wait. Uh, is, that, is that your is that your? No, but like, just, it's just like digits. It just makes you sound like a, like a robot. Uh, um, see, that'd and, be a cool email. <laughs> I'm sure that one is taken. Um, <laughs> but- it it's just annoying to me um, and i know it doesn't matter and it is it is handy i do use it sometimes if maybe i don't fully trust the app or the website um and i also use the uh, custom email domain service um which was actually quite easy uh, to set for up. what uh so i have a, a personal website and it just lets ah. me have a custom email domain so if i don't want to have uh, at icloud.com i can have whatever i like and i do get some use out of that um, so there are some other things thrown in there. Oh, you also get a uh, HomeKit Secure Video, um, which is quite useful. Like that is actually forget about that. Pretty important. Yeah, they should advertise that more up front. Um, so you do get some other things thrown <laughs> in with iCloud Plus. I feel like I get good use out of that, um, out of the whole Apple One bundle. So, um, and you know what? Later we should do a little breakdown of like, are you actually saving money depending on what we find useful and what we use? Yeah. Uh, but right now we're just looking at the bundle itself. So, uh, so that's thirty eight dollars. You're using iCloud Plus. You seem happy, even though you're not using the storage amount right now. It doesn't mean you don't have it. You can always use it later. Um, iCloud Private Relay. I don't think I ever use, uh, or if it's on, it's on, and I'm not noticing any benefits of that. Hide my email is another one that I would have been like, I don't. Who cares about that? But I actually do use that all the time. Literally, anytime I sign up for anything, it's default to hide it. Um, and that is useful, I guess. Um, but it's not something you think about. It just kind of happens, second nature. Um, and then uh, this HomeKit secure video for sure. Uh, if you got HomeKit cameras, that is worth it. Okay, TV Plus, nothing for you. I do use TV Plus. I don't watch a lot of TV Plus content. Um, but I definitely watch. I've watched significantly more shows than you have. Uh, like, yeah, I think I've seen all, all of the major ones. Um yeah, so I mean, it's definitely worth it for me. I would be paying for it. Um, are you one of those people, by the way, that if you uh, watch a service, like sign up for a service for specific shows, do you cancel it in between when those shows are not airing? No, I, I'm the polar opposite, yeah. and it's actually yeah, bad. Too. It's like I, I'm still paying for Netflix. 
Yeah, and I too. don't know if I've watched a show on Netflix for at least six months, which is really bad. But then when I go to cancel, I think, oh, there's all these other <clears throat> yeah. things I want to watch. And that's how they get me. I have a really dumb pride thing about some of these services. Like Netflix, I was a subscriber since 2007 when I was getting DVDs. I've been paying that company every month of my life for 15, 16 years. I don't want to do the math of how much my... Actually, I should... I should probably say maybe for a few of those months, my dad and I were sharing a thing, you know, he was paying for it for the DVD, but definitely since they went to streaming service, like when they initially launched streaming, I got my own account. I've been paying them however many dollars a month since then. And I'm like, well, I don't want to cancel it. I've been there for so long. It's like, we have a little relay. Yeah. But I I don't watch a lot of stuff on there. I mean, I I have watched it and opened it up probably a lot more than judging by what you just said you have. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I'm not one of those people. I don't cancel anything because I'm like, well, I don't know when I'm going to want it back. And it's inconvenient. Yeah. I'm going to have to sign back up. And the prices might go up. And then you're not locked into <laughs> some of those. It's just such a waste of money. Okay, so TV Plus is, I would say, useful for me, not useful for you. Here's where things are going to switch. Apple Music, definitely useful for you. Not at all useful for me. And yet yeah. I am still paying for it. I love Apple Music. I think it's probably my favorite service of all of them. Um, okay. I've had great use out of it. I actually regret not signing up for it earlier. I was a little bit of a latecomer with Apple Music. Um, I was still managing my iTunes library and then sort of reluctantly went over to streaming. Um, and yeah, I love it. Um, it's not without its its problems. Um, as we've talked about many times, some of those uh, algorithmic features and uh, custom generated playlists are not there, but then you do get great library management. Um, so I really like that. I'd like to see more social features. Um, and I would like to see, obviously, a better Mac app. I think that goes without saying. But other than that, I have really no complaints. Yeah, I um, I really like the look of Apple Music. I love the, the, the management of libraries. Like you said, that's kind of something you don't really get. Um, or it's not the same experience on Spotify. Uh, but I guess I've gone to the... I mean, I still love listening to full albums. I'm still old school in that regard, but it's definitely dwindling compared to what it used to be for me. And I have become playlist person more than I ever thought I would be. Um, So, I mean, yeah, I'm just stuck with Spotify because they really excel in that area. Um, And I don't know, maybe I'll switch one day. I mean, I pay for both. I use both sometimes. I just don't use Apple Music as a default. Um, Okay, so that's kind of one for one. We'll say one and a half. One and a half useful things for you. Um, and one, and, well, no, we'll, we'll say two. Okay, so two out of three you find useful. Uh, Apple Arcade. How often are you playing Apple Arcade? I like one Apple Arcade game, and I have probably spent a terrifying number of hours playing that single Uh-oh. Apple Arcade game, but what is it? no others. Uh, Mini Motorway. It's just Mini a Motorway? Great, it's just a great game. <laughs> What is Honestly. it? Well, is this racing? Mini, have you played Mini Metro? Nah, man. You're they have it on up. like the iPhones and Apple stores. It's 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 one of the games Apple likes to promote. So it's just this uh, this I'm game where up. you have these sort of stations or um, like depots uh, or workplaces. I don't know what they're supposed to be. And then little houses, and you have to connect the little houses to the little depots. But your city gets busier and busier, so you have to make the roads efficient it's it's kind of like a puzzle but it it grows uh until inevitably your city is so inefficient that it runs out of time uh and i have played no other apple arcade games other than that um not properly anyway i might have downloaded the old one out of curiosity so i don't know if i've really had my use out of apple arcade but i do really like that game um and i have been playing that now since it came out i got a couple of thoughts here Apple Arcade, I don't know, people who are listening, if, if you want to look, look at, I can't even focus on this. Anyways, like the design, the UI for these games and the way things look in the App Store is so much better than anything else. It just looks really nice. So that's a kudos to them. Um, but can we just talk about a complaint that I had as of 30 seconds ago trying to find Apple Arcade? I literally searched for Apple Arcade as if it was a uh, app on its own. Uh... Can it just be a damn standalone app? And honestly, as I was thinking about that, all of this happened while you were talking, by the way. I had that thought, and then I had the thought of, why are we not just like kind of streaming these games? And then if you need to download it because you have a terrible connection or you want to make sure you have it all offline, like that should be a standalone app. You could probably stream these games much like uh, NVIDIA and all of that. 
And then if you want to take it up and download the games, then you can still do that. I feel like they could do that. <clears throat> I feel like that doesn't really fit with Apple's uh, no, the way they try but... and market their devices because they their their emphasis is always on the power of the device. And every year they try and persuade us that we need a super powerful yes. new chip. And if we if if then they start Listen, saying, well, now you don't need the chip, then I don't think you a need a powerful chip to play this game. No, that that is true. <laughs> um, it is just a, a very entertaining little game. Now, um, um, so you you play. So what would you rank that for you? Would you like? Can you not? get rid of our apple arcade because of if this? i didn't have apple arcade anymore part of me would be a little bit sad that i could not play that game is that an exclusive i believe so um okay so it certainly was when it when it uh debuted um okay. but it wouldn't you know it's not it's not going to ruin my life um if right i can't play that game you know what i'm going to download it i'm going to play it i want to see what it's all about um Okay, so yeah, for me, well, so wait, did, did we get your did we get your uh, your take? Is it is it useful? Would you pay for um, Apple Arcade specifically for this? Probably not. Okay, so we're gonna put it as a no. Yeah, uh, you could do the same for me. However, I have been playing way more Apple Arcade stuff uh, lately, just because um, of these like little micro events that I've been going to and talking to all these developers of these games. Uh, I really like Sonic, and I was actually you know I think it came out yesterday or two days ago um for but i've been playing it for a little while i've had the chance to play it early um super fun and so i I, i'm not saying it's worth it for me because of that i'm gonna put it as a no but if you're if you're a phone gamer for sure now we haven't done this yet but i'm dangerously close in my parenting career to where i'm just like at a restaurant or something just take my phone leave me alone just for five minutes i want to be able to eat my food without anyone complaining um, or, you know, it, it, we're not there yet. We're trying really hard to be quote unquote good parents. And I'm not saying that people who give tablets, you guys are just smarter and way ahead of us is what you're doing. But like, uh, we're trying to just do the whole family eats dinner together thing, but man, it's really tough. So maybe that's when Apple arcade could really be beneficial. And I, on, we haven't done road trips with iPads yet, but now my kids are graduating to full blown iPads. And so when we do, um, go on a trip here in the next couple of months, I might. Just be like, hey, here's some games on Apple Arcade that exist. Do you want to download some? And I'm hang for it. So I might as well start letting them play it. Um, so I that's... Guess this is where Apple, uh, Apple Arcade kind of uh, strengthens the Apple One bundle in that someone like you or I may not necessarily pay for it standalone, but I am kind of glad it's there in the bundle. Um, right. And if it works out to that's the one that I get free or that's the one that ends up costing a couple of dollars, then I'm, I'm fine with that. Right. And so that's kind of where, where we're at is like, uh, it, it will be useful for me. I, I, I guarantee you that in the future, but right now it's a no. Um, so we have iCloud and in, in TV for me, iCloud and music. So two and two. Um, so two for four, batting 50% here with two more remaining. This next one is going to make me feel really sad, but uh, Fitness Plus. <laughs> If you look at me, you'll know I am not using Fitness Plus. <laughs> uh, and, and so I, I really, I think I shouldn't even talk about it because like I, I opened it up one time when we had Fitness Plus release and did coverage and I've seen it a few times, but um, I have not used it. So you use it, right? I do. I don't use it really so much anymore um, because I I do think this is a service that does need some improvement. And it's not so much... Uh, in the quality of the workouts or in the trainers or the Apple Watch integration, all of this stuff is really great. Um, my issues with it are really quite specific. Um, I don't like the lack of progression, um, the, the way you can't sort of undertake a course um, of workouts to reach a specific goal. And I know that Apple would say that you can now because now you can put together a workout uh routine and you can queue up uh, different workouts and they present different sort of groups of workouts to do different things but it doesn't go far enough so it doesn't um, provide you with say a six-week course to do something and it's almost episodic so it builds on knowledge because where each workout is standalone you can't really build on anything that you've learned in previous workouts um, so that's where it's good if you want to dive in for um, a one-off workout 
but it's not so useful if you have long-term goals. Um, it's a sort of yeah. thing that maybe you might use uh, when you're traveling and you don't have access to a gym um, and you just want to do something in your hotel room. Um, or you may be just working out a little bit more casually. But so I, it's not I, programming. It's not like a program or systemic, like system-based. Yeah. And I feel like for most people that are going to use that service or be interested in it, you would want at least a little bit of a sense of progression with the service. Even little things bother me, like um, you can't just watch the next episode. There is, like you, like you could on a streaming service. So if it knows I want to do a strength workout, it doesn't just show me the next strength workout. It will only show me the most recent one. Whereas someone like me wants to go from oldest to newest. I feel like that's got to be the next progression of this if they're going to take it seriously. I mean, they could very well just sit on their hands and just be like, oh, we are adding more programs or more uh, more classes. But like they don't have anything to, they're not a program or a structure to, you know, like a three-week, you know, fat loss weight uh, program or something like that. Where um, I don't think Peloton does that either. Or at least the last time I checked, it was kind of the same way, right? It was very much just classes, um, and you don't really progress. I'm, I'm not the person to talk about this. I am very much the guy who uh, really wants to get into better shape, does and try a lot, a lot of these things, and I go through like, like, you know, little cycles of like, hey, I'm I'm working out again, and then something happens, get sick, and you get off your track, and then it's really hard to get back on. Fun fact, started back up yesterday again, so we'll see how it goes. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like there are other better options for this. Um, if you want something like what you said, where it's more of a structure and see some goals thing. But I mean, it's very well done. It's a great app. Um, yeah. And even other little little features um, sort of sweeten the deal, like the meditations are really good. The mindful cooldowns are really good. Uh, and even things like time to run and time to walk, they're just fun little features. Um, I'd actually like to see more of those. Um, there aren't enough episodes for my liking. Um, the Apple so, Watch, um, the Apple Watch integration too, just being there and seeing it uh, on your on your TV is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's a no for me, dog. If I can quote my friend Randy Jackson <laughs> from American Idol, uh, I would say it's mostly a yes for me. But okay. I'm not a hundred. Good for you. Congratulations on all of your fitness success. Oh, I don't um, know though. I don't know. I don't know about that. So, uh, would you like to see? Like, I'm surprised Apple didn't buy Peloton when it was like spiraling and like people were. It was like thinking that it was going to shut down or like someone was going to swoop in and buy it. I, I don't even know if that actually happened. I have not paid attention to it. But the reason why they didn't do that is because Peloton did not have intellectual property that was unique. So it's true, but they had the user oh, base, but I guess Apple does too, but they could just yeah. force everyone to go over. Yeah. So, uh, I think that also there were concerns around Peloton isn't necessarily family friendly, um, in the content of the workouts. Um, and whereas Apple, uh, fitness plus is, and also then, uh, there's all the added baggage of the fitness equipment, which is where Peloton was absolutely hemorrhaging money. Um, and it was all off-the-shelf stuff. It wasn't um, unique uh, patented equipment. It was largely off-the-shelf stuff with um, basically like Android tablets plugged into it. It's not something that Apple would want to get involved with. But it's a shame that Apple didn't really take advantage of that that moment when Peloton was really big and then that moment when it seemed to be in trouble. I mean, I'm like 99% sure this would never happen, but it would be really sick to see some treadmills and some uh, bikes with iPads built in that run like a good Fitness Plus and uh, had a bunch of other features on it. That would be sweet. Um, that would never happen, but that would be awesome. And uh, it would probably be crazy expensive. We do have a Peloton at home. My wife uses it a lot. Um, and she... I honestly am very convinced based off of her usage and however other people talk, it's not necessarily the bike and the classes as much as it is the instructors. So I'm just really shocked that they didn't try to poach some of these instructors. But like you said, some of those instructors are the reasons why it's not family friendly. Uh, I've heard and seen some of the things they've said. So, you know, whatever. I don't know if Apple really should focus on that or not. It's not like TV plus is family friendly, but I get it. They want to focus on, trying to include everyone if they can. So that's three out of four, five for you. And that is 
two out of five for me when we get into the home stretch of News Plus. So <laughs> you go ahead. Go ahead. I I have mixed feelings about News Plus because I really like the idea of it and I really like how they've sold it. Um but I just feel like the news app is not a great experience. It is for magazines um, that take advantage of uh, all of the um, uh, all of the uh, the different integrations that Apple offers. But those that don't, and you just leaf through a PDF, basically, it's a bad experience. Oh, it's, it's a freaking horrible RSS it's reader. There's huge so ads in the app, which is also annoying. Even when you are a subscriber to Apple News Plus, there are still enormous banner ads um, which in a very small app on a small screen when you're scrolling through um, is annoying um, and you're paying for that service so I do wonder why there are there are ads there um, if they if they'd focused on making that app to begin with a really good RSS reader um, and put that experience first and foremost with it you can see uh, very clearly um, a chronological timeline and it operated a little bit more, um, almost like a, a social media network cross uh, RSS reader. That would be really good. But also, I think that news platforms, uh, magazines, newspapers, largely are reluctant to get on this platform. And that also is something that holds it back a little bit. But I do use it, just not as much as I would like. So that's a no for you then? Probably. Okay. I um, open the news app on accident about once every three days and immediately close it. So it's a no for me. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. It is something I really do want to use more because I do like reading the news. Um, not necessarily like political world news because it's usually depressing. But I, I, sh I do, for the sake of like just being a citizen, want to stay up on that stuff. Um, but it's mostly like things that I'm interested in. Uh, for a while, it was tech stuff. You know, I would use an RSS reader and, and do the tech stuff. But then, honestly, Twitter, it's tech and sports. And Twitter is just so good at that, that it's so hard for me to just break away. But it's like, Twitter is so good at it. And it's also the the most vile place on earth to where, like, yeah, I'm getting these bite-sized info of, like, get to the point, here's what it is. But then I read the comments and the comments are all just terrible things and it just puts me in a bad mood. Whereas that wouldn't happen if I took the time to read the article and gather my own opinion and thoughts on it rather than be swayed one way or another from people's anger. Um, so uh, long story short, I mean, I should use News Plus. I don't. So that is two services out of the six that I use and you use four out of the six, which is good. Good for you. Uh, uh, no, wait. Yeah, you use four. One, no, I lied. One, two, you use three out of the six. So, because you don't use TV Plus. Okay. So that's uh, 10, 20. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. You ready? I broke it down. Rough estimates, but it's close enough. Um, congratulations. You are not necessarily losing any money by subscribing for the premier plan. Also, you get the benefits of sharing with other people. So technically, if those people paid you, then you'd be even better off. But even if you were to pay the full price, which you are, um, all three of those services would cost you pretty much the exact same amount on their own. Um, and so you are fine. You get the same for those three services. You get extra three services added in whether you want to use them or not is up to you i should definitely cancel this and just pay separately <laughs> i am losing about 18 dollars a month um so yeah but i just look at it as a business expense because it's my job to know uh, somewhat about these or if something happens to them and they get a major update and i got to make a video on it i already have it and uh, it's there um, I, but for most people, you are saving at least, what, $20 minimum over paying for the whole package for a full price. What do you mean? So, so like most people did like TV, music, and cloud? Well, if, if you, you just pay for the, the whole bundle, um, in fact, I probably can pull this up here. Um, right. So if you pay for every one of the services, that comes to a total of... 67 dollars yeah yeah 
Um, so just paying $38, that is a significant sure. saving. And that means that broadly, whoever you are, if you don't use a couple of these services, it is still a good deal. Right. But I mean, that's like, you know, the whole trend going around of girl math going around. I, I do that a lot. Uh, and so we'll call it Dan math where it just doesn't like you're not using them. So why should you pay for them? But in my mind, I'm like, what's well, a good deal though. I'm saying, I'm saving half, it's half off. Like, why wouldn't I do it? But I'm not using it. And if I went down to the bundle that offered the stuff that I actually do use, um, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's literally $20 a month. Um, the only problem is I have to have at least two terabytes of storage. Uh, because there is no you one terabyte separately, so that's what I want to see. How much is that? iCloud plus storage tiers. Let's see. Okay, plans and pricing. So for fifty gigs, we don't have the price here. Where is the price? It's ninety nine cents for. Why do they have this so weirdly priced out? Yeah. That, that okay. Here we go. Here, 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 here we go. Fifty gigs is ninety nine cents, right? Two hundred gigs is two ninety nine. Two terabytes is nine ninety nine. Six terabytes is thirty dollars, and twelve terabytes is sixty dollars. Damn, should I just like? And that's we'll talk about this afterwards because that's another interesting conversation that I, I I'm curious what your take is on that. Okay, so I need two terabytes. That's nine ninety nine. Let's say I do the individual plan, so they'll add on nine dollars. Is that what you're saying? Is that how that would work? Because it's ninety nine cents. Uh, you've lost me there. So it's 99 cents for 50 gigs, right? On the yeah. individual plan. Yeah. Um, but if I wanted to make it the two terabytes of iCloud plus, but then keep everything else the same, it's just adding on $9. Right. <laughs> just trust me. I think. That's okay. I, I trust you. Just it's well, cause it's 999 for two, two terabytes. So if I'm not paying the 999 for there, it just, it makes sense. I think, I don't know. So okay. nine ninety nine 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 that's twenty dollars twenty seven dollars eleven thirty eight yeah so doesn't make doesn't make any sense if you did well okay yeah it would yeah yeah it would be close it would be close and then the Dan math would come in and be like well I might as well just spend an extra six dollars well you would feel like you were missing out a little bit wouldn't you just a no, little bit no really dude the amount the amount of subscriptions I pay for is gross and I should purge things. How how many subscriptions are you paying for? Oh, I don't even know. That's the, that's how you know you oh, have a no. problem. That's how you know you have a problem. Let's go through some of them. Let's not. I mean, why not? We're in the. This is this is. There's no rules to this episode. This is all about services. We've talked enough about Apple One. Um, is it worth it? Probably. If you use at least three of these, I think it's worth it. Um, definitely. If you're an iCloud. Definitely. If you're two terabytes TV plus and a music family uh, user, yeah, one hundred percent. Might as well um other than that i mean it might be better to do all the cart but uh let's name them netflix i pay for that do you pay for that let's 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 yeah. take a tally okay so that's one and one I'm, i've got two hands here uh we pay for apple one we'll add that in there do you pay for hbo max no we don't have that here <laughs> sorry about your loss uh it's I mean it's good, but it's I don't know if you're missing out a whole lot. I do have it, but I don't pay for it technically. It comes with my internet subscriber thing. So that's that doesn't count, but we'll say that's three. Um Paramount Plus. Now here's the thing. I subscribe to Paramount Plus through Apple TV channels. Right. And it was like a cheap price. Then they raised it and I canceled it. Or at least I thought I did. But I still have it. And I'm pretty sure when I found out that I still have it, I went and looked at the payment history. And it didn't I, – I don't want to, like, call myself out. <laughs> I might be getting free Paramount Plus. I'm not totally sure. Uh, but I have that, okay? Um, do you – you don't have Paramount Plus? Do they have that there? Uh, if they do, I don't have it. Okay. So you're, you're at two. I'm at four. I have Peacock, but I'm stealing that from my dad. But I'm going to just add it into the list of subscriptions that I have. Did we did we talk about Netflix? Yes, we did. What about Disney Plus? Yeah, I have Disney Plus. Well, that, that's a whole bundle. I have 
I don't have enough hands. I have Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus through a bundle. Um, How do you have enough time for any of that? I don't. I don't watch any of it. I have kids, though, so you do have to understand. Disney Plus is like, that is never going away in our house. That is 100% used. And there was like a whole outrage about Disney and people trying to boycott. <laughs> Just We're only giving them more money. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's never going to happen. The mouse is ruling our house. Uh, so we pay for that and it just bundles with other things. Oh, Jesus. We have way too much stuff. Did we, we said Netflix already, right? Yes, we did. Okay. Sorry. My brain is lost. (laughs) Um, YouTube TV. That's my cable. Oh, okay. I pay for that, but that's only because of sports. Um, am I missing anything else? There's gotta be more. Well, then you get into app subscriptions. Oh, boy. I think I literally have every streaming subscription you could think of, which is sad. And uh, we don't have time, and we're absolutely wasting our money. Um, and then app subscriptions. I mean, I pay four ninety nine a month for Final Cut Pro and Logic Pro. I do not use them. I use Final Cut Pro every once in a while. I do not use Logic Pro. Should probably cancel that. Um uh pay for set app shout out set app good stuff there uh pay for premiere pro which i do use after effects uh and photoshop and lightroom so that actually does get used but it's an insane amount of money uh x pro yeah unfortunately well didn't they just come out with another one whatever it is the the paid tier of it i don't know is there only one paid tier I think there are multiple now, but I... I only pay for whatever the first know. one was. Whatever yeah. the first one was. Which, honestly, I should probably get rid of, but... Um, oh, boy. How are, how are you? Uh, where are you at in this? Just like uh, a handful? I mean, I pay for Apple One. I pay for Netflix. Um, I pay for a couple of app subscriptions. Like, I pay for Ulysses. Um, but I've got that locked down at a low price because I've been using it for um, nearly a decade at this point. Um, I have a subscription to uh, a parcel tracking app that's about uh, $2 a year or something like that. Um, But other than that, and obviously um, Twitter, yeah, I mean, probably not really anything else. Um, I'm looking, I'm trying to look up because you you can look up the subscriptions and now I'm sad because I feel like it's going to be bad. Um. (laughs) I think what we've learned in this episode is that if a subscription service exists, chances <laughs> yeah. are you are subscribed to it, and chances are you don't use it. Uh, iTunes Match, yeah, $25 a year. What are you using that for? Hey, I have a very extensive library that was pre-streaming, okay? Um, is it not all available on streaming now? It is, for the most part. Some of it's not. And it just for that small little bit of stuff that was like friends bands that don't exist anymore. What is what is that doing now? Because if I put MP3s, I drag them into the Apple Music app on my Mac. They appear on my iPhone in the music. Wait, so wait, what are you what are you using it for? I don't know. I thought that was what I was using it for. Uh, what? I've been paying twenty five dollars yeah. a year. I mean, I I thought it didn't exist anymore, but maybe it's you know. Relevant I thought so too, but it says it renews here July seventeenth. Hmm. Let me let me look into this. How strange! Does it actually? Maybe it's intended for if you don't have Apple Music. Oh uh, well. So Apple Music gives you iTunes match technology just in general. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's working for me. That's should, I try I can- should I try canceling iTunes match and then see what happens in July? Well, I don't want to be responsible for messing up your, 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 your many decades of music collecting on iTunes. Yeah. I would so be I very upset encourage about you. that. I, pay, I also pay for a parcel tracking delivery app, but it cancels in January. So I don't know. 
uh, I pay for paste, which is hilarious because I'm pretty sure you get that in setup, but I'm still paying 99 cents a month for it. <laughs> um, Jesus, this is terrible. I no wonder why I'm poor. Uh, yeah. If you guys want instant money back, go through your subscriptions right now and just cancel them all. That's probably hundreds of dollars a month, which is gross. Yeah. Well, now I'm depressed. Do we have anything else that we want to talk about? <laughs> well, oh, wait, 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 wait. There was one thing. The iCloud Plus. Do you think it's worth it for like people who pay for Dropbox, which I'm pretty sure I'm one of them, <laughs> um, uh, to just strictly go to the the like massive terabyte pricing here that's like I can get 12 terabytes for $59 a month. Do you think it's worth like, do people use iCloud and Dropbox in the same way? Can't it be used in the same way? Well, you can't use iCloud in the same way from a Windows machine. Yeah, but who cares about that? We're just talking strictly Apple stuff. Okay, if we're talking, if we're talking in the Apple ecosystem, you can't use it to back stuff up. Um, and you're not going to get integration with the Photos app. What do you mean back um, stuff up? Well, I can't you're talking about back drop, up, Dropbox. Yeah, I can't back up my iPhone to Dropbox. Right. Um, and I can't, I, I can't save. Uh, f- the cloud will not save from the Photos app to Dropbox. So right. for convenience, that is ostensibly better. I mean, maybe something like Google's cloud storage is convenient if you use Google Photos. But really, I think that Dropbox is more popular for people that do a lot of um, storage of desktop um, files. So that's what I'm talking about for like like file my, sharing. my files. Like, right. like if I was working with an editor, why would I drop stuff off to Dropbox when I could just put it in iCloud and then just like send them a link to the folder? Is it not as the, good at that? I think the truth is it's just not a great experience with iCloud doing that. <sighs> Unfortunately. I've, um, I've done the folder thing before. Yeah. But I've it, only... It, it works well with folders of small stuff like spreadsheets and maybe a couple of like like low resolution photos and stuff. But if you're throwing video files in there, it takes so long for me to upload to iCloud. And that's not because of my internet speed for what it's worth. It's nah. just... Um, it's always been that way with iCloud that it is extremely slow with um, pushing up video and pulling it back down. <clears throat> it is really slow, actually. Now that I think about this, because that would be the way that I would share um, when we would record these episodes locally, and I would save that file instead of like getting a drive and sending it from this computer to my main computer at the at the other desk. I would just throw it in, in iCloud Drive and then just uh, get it on the other one. But it would take forever. So you're right about that. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's a good idea. So two terabytes is fine. I'm just using it for phone storage and some computer stuff, but nothing crazy. Um, yeah. Anything else that you want to talk about in terms of services? Well, I wonder if there are any other services that are coming um, in the mm. pipeline, because I think there are little openings for this. Um, like well, I would say uh, something like Apple Books Plus. Um, Kindle has Kindle Unlimited, which is effectively a, a books streaming service. If you like, it gives you access to uh, thousands of books. Um, I'm surprised is that it like, hasn't done that. It's not like any book. Like I can't just go in and get the late, like a new book from the best author drops. Can I go and get that? No, they have to participate in uh, Kindle Unlimited. So Kindle Unlimited is in fact limited, but it's you, <laughs> you still get you still get like several thousand books to choose from um yeah and that's a that's a pretty good thing uh, and i think that apple would do well uh, and would increase the adoption of apple books if they offered that service and if they rolled that in as well with apple one that would make it even more attractive that would kill books if that actually existed though like every book like like music how it is now even though it hasn't killed music um, it certainly hasn't helped artists, you know, a lot of the media, you know, mid tier to lower end artists that relied on sales now get fractions of streamings, um, cuts for revenue, mostly relied on going to shows and stuff. Like what does an author do? They can do a book tour, but like that, those people are buying books. So like if you are, are an unlimited subscriber or an Apple TV or Apple books plus subscriber and could get every book, you would never buy another book again. There's no point. Yeah. I mean, I guess the, the best comparison is something like uh, Apple TV Plus, really, in the sense that you 
we don't have access to everything on the iTunes store, movies and TV shows. Um, it is something separate. Um, and I, I can completely see that coming at some point. Oh, do you think like, like getting like a library of authors that they exclusively sign and like those people get the cut of that stuff? It could be that, um, or it could just be when you upload, uh, your books, um, as a publisher, um, you can choose to participate, um, which is the same way that Kindle operates it because it would be a direct rival to that service that Amazon currently offers. Then there's other things because Apple offers podcast subscriptions. Um, networks yeah. can offer them. So I can completely imagine Apple operating its own podcast network um, that you can opt into as a as a provider and then Apple hosts the podcast and then uh, there is some sort of um, subscription where maybe that 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 is only available through that platform but then you get a cut of revenue um from uh that so apple podcasts plus um so i think there are loads of opportunities for even stuff like you could imagine the health app apple health plus and maybe that's got some ai tools um and it it gives you uh it ties together your information and it uses the cloud um uh, way more to um get some insights into your information in ways that it it currently is quite limited maybe they could uh i would pay now this is trouble i would pay a boatload of money a month if i had like apple health plus and it had like a like a uh, little database of doctors that were just always available for a quick facetime like a five minute hey doc does this require me to go to like what do i do kind of thing you know those virtual visits i don't remember where it came from um, this possibly was would have been about a year ago. There was uh, a well-sourced report that Apple at some point was planning to aggressively move into healthcare. Um, and that those would have been the sort of services that would have been available. Um, so it's definitely never say never. Um, I can imagine Apple doing something like that so that it, it kind of works with uh, maybe your Apple Watch. And when you get a notification from your Apple Watch that your blood pressure is trending up or um, it's it's... Uh, recognize something it then can prompt you and say now you need a a session with our our virtual doctor or a video call and then that can then refer you to a healthcare provider but it then it adds a little layer and apple could sell that as though well you now you now don't need to necessarily immediately go to more expensive healthcare services because we're going to add that little layer in and it will be really convenient and maybe you get one session a month free with your your apple one bundle or I can completely yeah. see Apple One growing over sure. time with more tiers. What I really like is that you could choose what you get in the bundle. Throw that in would therapists. Make it Throw in therapists for that too. Mental health. Yeah. There's loads. I mean, that already exists in some platforms. So I mean, the, very easy to do that. Um, with podcasts, I agree. There's, I think, still with certain podcasts, at least for some of the ones that I listen to, bonus content is a mess. It's either like one app specifically can support it and you can go through that or um, cause I don't use Apple podcasts and I believe they are, you know, like you said, they have options to get those bonus episodes. Spotify does not from what I've seen, or at least the podcast that I know has bonus content does not offer me an ability to get that. And that's, I want to keep it all on the same platform. Um, I don't want to jump to Patreon. I don't want to go to their private website. Yeah. And it's just like I, I know it's directly supporting them, but it's just not convenient for me. Um, so yeah. On that point, I'd also love to see uh, better support for video podcasts and for that to be available in the TV app. Yeah, because um, uh, a lot of third-party podcast apps don't support video podcasts. <clears throat> They've been around for a long time, um, but they are supported in Apple's podcast app. But why can I not get that in my up next queue? Say, do you watch TV. a lot of video podcasts? I don't. I, I like to listen to them because where I me like too. to listen to them at double speed, uh, it kind of freaks me out if I can watch that. So yeah, I don't. I still think when people listen to podcasts at double speed, it's a little weird for me. But uh, you know, you guys do your. You have own to thing. work your way up to it. You can't. You can't. Nah, I can't. Way. I'm cool with just like I don't often pay attention 100 percent to a podcast either. I'm usually driving. Um, I'm 99.9 percent driving if I'm listening to a podcast. And, uh, you know, sometimes I zone out, but most of the time I'm, I'm just, just listening. I don't need to see it. I don't need to, I don't need it to go any faster than it already is. It's fine. 
However, there was a shout out. If you guys like uh, comedian Daniel Tosh, he had that Tosh.0 show uh, that was really popular. His, he just came out of the podcast. That's the only one that I physically have watched. And it's not like he's doing anything at all different. He's just talking. But for some reason, I just like, it's like they're shorter enough to like watch. It's like a longer YouTube comedy video, basically. And he's just interviewing random people. He refuses to interview like legit celebrities. He didn't want to do it that way. Just wanted, he interviewed his wife's gynecologist. He interviewed his like buddy that lives next door. It was just random people. And that was the only one that I've ever watched. But that's my roundabout way of saying definitely check out that podcast. It's cool. But I don't watch video podcasts. So I don't know that I would need that for anything except for this one weird offshoot. And there are podcasts that I listen to where they are referencing like things that they're watching or looking at in pictures. And like, it would make sense for me to go and check it out. I just never do it. I use my imagination. I mean, it's not essential, but some people really like it. And I think that for those people, putting it in the TV app really makes sense. Um, or at least I providing mean, it more clearly as an up next in the podcast app. Maybe we should start doing things. Let's get a little meta here. Maybe we should start doing weird stuff on video but never mention it in the audio like maybe we're just wearing weird things or moving around a lot or doing i don't know but like never draw attention to it and the only way you would do that is if you watched it sometimes i like to show the camera things and it never focuses uh and so if you're one of those people that have watched my blurry phone screen when i'm trying to show you something that's a perk i guess <laughs> i don't know all right well that's the services you're probably moral of the story you're probably paying for too much so you should you should get rid of some subscriptions but apple one seemingly if you use at least two or three of the main staples that cost the most you're probably getting close to your money's worth um but i think if they start going up anymore i don't know i don't know yeah no i'd agree i think generally it is good value i think apple tv plus is honestly a pretty strong uh tv platform oh it's sure. getting that yeah so well shush, you don't you know watch it don't talk like you watch well like it. i I, re- I read about it i know i know where it is i know what's on there hartley's a poser yeah watch sorry about that. watch yeah. severance for the love of god man watch severance eventually one day i promise no you just do it just get off of this show oh. watch it just one watch day. one Eat lunch and watch it, okay? Well, we'll see if by the next time we discuss this, which I'm sure we will in a year, whether I have or not. Whenever the new Severance comes out and I tell you how amazing it is. Yeah, um, when, when it starts being spoilers, maybe that'll that'll prompt me. I'm going to have to hear you be like, oh, I haven't watched it yet. Sorry, that's a horrible, <laughs> <laughs> that's a horrible impression, but... <laughs> All right, uh, we'll catch everybody in the next episode and... Uh, <laughs> yep see ya